Chapter Thirteen of Stories of the Royal Humane Society by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Southend Hero. Those who have visited Southend on Sea are probably familiar with the story of William Charles Bradley, who for many years held the position of pierhead keeper born in eighteen fifty at southend it was only natural that he should develop a fondness for the sea but we should hardly have expected that he would learn to swim at such an early age that he retains no impression of the first attempts to use his own words i cannot remember the time when i could not swim after leaving school at the age of thirteen he spent the next few years in learning the business of a waterman and took part in several of those rescues involving more or less risk which have caused southend boatmen to boast that in the memory of man not a death has occurred among their patrons while in their charge in eighteen seventy he took possession of the shanty at the head of the pier during the summer this abode is all that can be desired but in winter it is dreary in the extreme and as not unfrequently happens highly dangerous during a terrific gale which swept over the east coast several years ago great seas broke over the pier and it was feared that the keeper's wooden house would not outlast the fury of the storm considerable anxiety was therefore felt on shore for the safety of bradley and his wife and family a number of men accordingly volunteered to go down with the trolley and bring back the mother and her children they had not gone far when a vessel that had drifted from its moorings crashed into the pier smashing the piles and making a large gap in the flooring thus completely cutting off their retreat still they went on to the pierhead and brought away the family then came the question of how to get across to the shore end of the pier fortunately the tide had fallen considerably by this time and the party were enabled to return to the shore in a boat bradley's life-saving record is twenty-seven lives in less than eighteen years but it is impossible to give particulars of most of these for he does not even know the names of some of those he rescued as he recently told the author i cannot remember all i have saved one way and another for men that belong to the water are always fishing someone out his first rescue happened in eighteen seventy one when a boy fell from the northeast side of the pierhead and for his services on this occasion he received half a crown from the lad's mother in the following year he had rather a strange experience the story of which we will tell as nearly as possible in his own words i jumped into the water after a lad who had fallen off the top railing which runs from end to end of the pier i managed to get the boy 
but being some distance from any landing-place i supported myself and the lad by clinging to one of the piles of the pier a boat came along with three london lads in it and they stopped and looked at me but it was not until after a lot of persuasion that i got them to take the boy and me in when i asked them why they didn't come before they said they were afraid i should turn the boat over in eighteen seventy three a boy fell from the pier when the tide was running out fast and bradley jumped in and got hold of him then came the tug of war all his efforts to swim back were thrown away owing to the strength of the current and it seemed as if two lives were to be lost someone threw him a rope and in trying to reach it he sank a long way down a second attempt was more successful and he hung on until a boat was lowered from a passing steamer and they were rescued from their perilous position bradley gained the bronze medal of the royal humane society in july eighteen eighty two three boys fell from the end of the pier into the water one got hold of the woodwork and by climbing regained the pier the second was picked up by a boat but the third was carried away by the current bradley jumped into the water and after a stiff swim against a rapidly running tide reached the boy being unable to make his way back he supported him for ten minutes till a boat came to his assistance when picked up bradley was at the last gasp and if help had not come when it did the lives of both would in all probability have been lost it may be remembered that about twelve years ago considerable excitement was caused by the publication of a report that a spanish lady who had been saved from drowning at south end had left a fortune to her rescuer it was afterwards learned that the story was without the slightest foundation and that the time at which the event was said to have taken place was the same day on which a little girl named florence hawkins was pushed by some means or other into the water the tide was at its height and there was a heavy swell on bradley jumped in without any hesitation and grasped the child but it was only after great difficulty that he succeeded in bringing her ashore it is supposed that someone who witnessed the rescue of the little girl from a passing steamer was the author of the hoax instead of a fortune the gallant pier-keeper received the society's bronze clasp a second clasp was awarded to bradley in eighteen eighty eight for saving the life of a lad of fifteen who had fallen overboard from the steamship Aaron, which was lying alongside the pier at the time of the occurrence bradley was checking the number of passengers embarking and disembarking suddenly there came a cry bradley a boy overboard bradley a boy overboard 
instantly without waiting to strip himself of a single article of clothing bradley left the gangway ran along the deck and from a height of sixteen feet dived into the sea when he reached the lad he was on the point of sinking for the last time and before his rescuer could get hold of him he had sunk several feet below the surface supporting the half-unconscious youth in his arms bradley swam back to the pier his kindness however did not end here he had the lad carried to his house where he received every attention nor was he allowed to go home till his clothes had been thoroughly dried exactly four weeks later to the very day an accident happened which but for bradley's prompt assistance might have ended fatally the steamship clacton having been caught in a fog called at the pier to land her passengers and before she could get away the aaron also arrived and was moored alongside to reach the movable landing stage the passengers of the aaron had to cross the deck of the clacton before everything was in readiness a man under the influence of liquor tried to rush across twice the sailors pushed him back but he made a third attempt succeeded in passing the men and got on to the landing stage which was held to by the pier rope as the stage was not firmly grounded it slipped and the rope guided it in such a way that it threw the man a distance of about twelve feet into the water between the clacton and the pier he came to the surface feet first and as he showed no signs of righting himself bradley went to his assistance having lifted his head out of the water he passed a rope round his body and he was hoisted on board while bradley amid the ringing cheers of the passengers swam to the pier the rescued man was attended to on board the clacton and soon recovered from the effects of his ducking meeting his rescuer as he went along the pier he shook hands with him and thanked him heartily for having saved his life in recognition of the bravery displayed by bradley on this occasion the society awarded him the silver medal one of the most stirring incidents in the career of this daring man happened on an easter monday a few years ago a young man named humphreys fell between the pier and a steamer just as she was on the point of starting his position was one of the greatest peril for he was in danger of being crushed against the piles or drawn under the boat to certain death and the same danger threatened any one who went to his rescue but bradley who had already risked his life under similar conditions fearlessly plunged into the water with great skill he caught hold of the drowning man and bore him out of the reach of the undertow and landed him in safety besides wearing the silver and bronze medals of the royal humane society bradley has also been awarded the silver medal of the royal national lifeboat institution 
a decoration which he won under such exceptional circumstances that we cannot refrain from giving a brief account of the occurrence at eleven o'clock on the night of the eleventh of november eighteen eighty seven two sailors returning to their ship were thrown into the water by the capsizing of the boat a gentleman who witnessed the occurrence gave the alarm shouting bradley bradley two men overboard the pier-keeper who was in bed at the time heard the cry and at once rushed out into the cold raw night with no other clothing on except his shirt throwing a life-buoy to the nearest man he lowered a boat to go to the rescue of the other after a search of more than an hour he found the poor fellow about a mile away clinging to the bottom of the boat to the honour of south end be it said that she has not neglected her hero some time ago the town presented him with a handsome clock and bronzes costing twelve pounds together with a purse of fifty pounds in recognition of the many acts of heroism he has performed virtue is its own reward and to such a man as bradley who to-day wishes as he told me that he had done more the consciousness of having acted a brave man's part in saving the lives of his perishing fellow-creatures must be his chief satisfaction nevertheless the knowledge that his efforts have been appreciated by the great life-saving institutions of the land and by his own townsmen must be gratifying in the highest degree End of chapter thirteen